Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to L.O. Governor, the podcast. Actual episode of Hello Government the podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me, as always, is Tom. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good, thank you. A um, little late, than, another late uh, episode, and I apologize for that. But yeah, my my schedule has been kind of crazy this past couple of weeks. Um, yes, yeah, I Truth be told, truth be told, I have not been having the best week, and I kind of need to vent and um, expect delays when we. Um, when it comes to the podcast release episodes, because sometimes life gets involved, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like, expect yeah. like a two-week delay at best, maybe. Yeah. But apart from that, we've got a lot of news to talk about and a lot of stuff to talk about. So are we going to start talking with, with the normal wrestling stuff? Yeah, might as well, because I, you know, we. For those that are listening for the first time, we usually do the wrestling stuff first, and then. Um, and then we go into the other stuff. But if you don't want to listen to the wrestling stuff, skip to like maybe 50 minutes because we we got a lot to talk about yeah. when it comes to wrestling. So and, any, <laughs> and anyone who does listen, we try not to get into WCW. We promise we will try not <laughs> to get into that, okay? <laughs> when, we're, when we're talking about the news. <laughs> okay, so um, first uh, first news that really shocked me, and I think it shocked everyone, was um, AJ retiring. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this. Well, there was rumors, a lot of rumors about, you know, leaving the company because of certain reasons, and some of them being... Um, being because she wanted to leave because when CM Punk left, she didn't like working with with the company anymore. Some of them was because of injuries, and one of them is around about her neck injury as well. That um, they said she probably would have to leave because of neck injury. Even the one room I heard was, um, I think it was started because of an NXT diva took a picture and everything like that. And it was like the whole rumor behind that was that apparently AJ wanted to leave because she wanted to become a uh, mother in some sort of sense. So. It, it's it's really shocking because it came out of nowhere and it just it was announced on WWE's website of all things and they usually don't announce these kind of things. Yeah. And it's just well, just the thing, she's still under contract. That's the thing, she's still under contract. I think for the rest of the year, I think, or however long it her contract is lasting till. So she's still employed, but she's officially retired from you know doing wrestling in total. It is sad because I kind of saw something like this happening when she, you know, married Punk, and I'm like, how's that gonna work? And 
I mean, God, you know, God, ble- God bless her. She tried to to, to make it work, but it just yeah, it just couldn't. I think there's probably a lot. Of, I think there's some backstage politics behind this as well. I wouldn't be surprised. There normally is when it comes to this sort of thing with the sort of decision making. Um, yeah, and I think well, the whole like you said, the whole thing with Punk and her and, and her still working with WWE and Punk doesn't want anything to do with, with wrestling or the WWE ever again, and um, he wants to move on from it, and she's like, um, I think she's finally want to stop doing it now, and um, if the rumor's true that she wants to become a mother, I give all respect for that, to be honest, because that's one of the, for, for, for any woman that can be one of the biggest challenges ever, so I give her credit for that. No, I, I and and to be fair, like, she did leave on her own terms. Yeah, like she, yeah. There was no like bullshit reports and whatever. Well, that would mean she going on backstage that I'm aware of, but you know. Well, well, what I mean is, surprisingly, ever since when Punk left, she um, there was some early reports. Um, there was some troubles, but um, not long after it, um, she's done. Like, there's no backstage rumor, dirt sheets, or whatever ever came out and stuff like that about her. So. She was pretty fine, and also, be quite frank, what better way to go to your last match being at WrestleMania? Yeah, she left on her own terms. Her last match was at a Mania. Yeah. And, you know, WWE announced it on, on their website. Like, she had retired from in-ring competition, so it wasn't yeah. like... It was three days after WrestleMania, to be honest. Yeah, so, so it wasn't like, oh, you know, <clears throat> this person is no longer on TV, and we're not going to tell you why. No. That's a good sign. WWE saying it on their website, saying that um, on their well, they've got two websites: their corporate website and their normal website. Saying that on their normal website, it's a good sign that they left on good terms. Is the best way to put it. Yeah, it wasn't like the CM Punk thing where they just re- ignored it on TV and on their website, and then and try to edit him Vin- out of anything. And Vince was like, "Oh, he's on a subpoena," and I'm like, "What? What the fuck does a subpoena mean?" <laughs> Especially in wrestling as well, gee, guys. Um, but no, um, I wish all the best of luck um, with our future endeavours. Uh, um, yeah, just wish her all good luck. I think it's a bit unfortunate because there was obvious that there was going to be this big change in the Divas division coming up very shortly. And a lot of people thought AJ was sort of going to be the one to lead that charge in it. But I think that's probably going to fall down to... Well, I was going to say Paige, but um, she quote-unquote got injured at Raw this week. And the um, reason why is because they want her to be in the film with The Miz. So, Jesus Christ, help her on that. And, I, I, um, I think that... Oh, we got, oh, I got a lot to say about the booking of Divas Division when we get to that. Yeah. Trust but, me. <laughs> but no, I think there's like this whole thing. I think even Mick Foley wrote about it, which um, it was obvious that there was obviously a change coming, and I was just thinking to myself, okay, AJ Lee's gone, it's going to have to be Paige. I think Paige is the perfect candidate to lead this whole new change in the women's division, and now Paige's gone, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's not good. Who do who the hell's on the roster can do this whole change thing? And I'm just thinking to myself, hang on a minute, there's an XT. Why don't you bring like those girls over to make that change? I mean, Ric Flair's daughter is on there, so, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, Ric Flair's <laughs> daughter, Bailey. Oh, my God. That's what I mean. There's so many good female wrestlers in NXT. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you bring them over? 
if you want to bring this whole new change in because when you got people at NXT events chanting this is wrestling at the, at the women matches you know there's something wrong on the main show uh, you yeah, know just watch a, a women's wrestling match um on NXT and you'll see them doing chain wrestling oh, chain yeah. wrestling yeah chain wrestling um grapples and all sorts and it's really really it's like wow this is no I haven't seen this in a long time because I mean, I think the Divas Division was lacking ever since. Um, I would say, I think I would say after when um, Mickey James probably left. To be honest, that when they started to get in trouble. I think or to it me started the final to settle nail. in just before. Yeah, Go on. I think to me the final nail of the coffin was like 2012 when Beth Phoenix left. Oh yeah, that was the yeah because that was the last chance I think yeah because she was different she had a great personality also they teamed her up with Natalie for, for a period as well and I thought that really helped help both of them and really put Ben Phoenix over as well so and, and, I, and I like Beth Phoenix because she wasn't like she was a you know she, she was a you know, muscle woman and you know she was beautiful yeah she I reminded, that was really different yeah a lot of people called her like um, I wouldn't say the personality wise but um, like the, the, the look like the next China is the best way to put it. Oh, thank fuck she wasn't then. No, 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 I mean, not, I wasn't mean like personality wise, but I was talking more of the fact that her look and physique, you know, like a big, strong, muscle woman sort of thing, you know. Uh, but at least she could actually cut a fucking promo. Oh yeah, she could cut a promo <laughs> and, and wrestle. China can wrestle when she wants to, but yeah, she could not cut a promo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she doesn't end up like China. <laughs> oh no, 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 she's with Edge, and um, I think Edge is pretty stable. So you know, um, and also last time I heard, I think is she um is she expecting a child, or is that someone else I'm thinking about? Maybe I don't know. Um, I don't really keep up with the personal. Yeah, she's so. she's really quiet on social networking and everything like that. So she just keeps herself. I mean, she she still does work for the WWE. Like the, she's on the network. She does the documentary stuff whenever they they ask. Oh her yeah. On. Yeah, and I think they asked. Didn't they ask her to come in to the performance center one time to help train some of the females at one point? I, w- I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, to go remember her. I think it, I remember her and Mickey James. I think Mickey James yeah. like came and like one time and they did an interview with her and surprisingly Mickey James Mickey James was uh, on good terms with the WWE. Yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she is on good terms, but I think no, I think it's Mickey James. I think you're expecting a second child. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but yeah, um, sad that see AJ go, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So um, you got you um, you got a chance to 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 be at Raw. How was that? It was surprisingly good, to be honest. I was generally shocked. There were some instances I was just like, "Yeah, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that?" And my God, these matches are very short. And but, but um, dude, dude, you actually got a chance big, to see the Neville versus Ziggler match. That, that was amazing. <laughs> Literally, they were chanting, "Holy shit!" And they kept that in, and I'm like, and also, this is awesome. And also, there was a chance to say, we love you, Neville, we do. We love you, Neville, we do. And oh my. I say, out, out of all the wrestlers that were there, um, the five that got the biggest pop were 
the one who got the biggest pop was Wade Barrett at the beginning of the night. He was, oh my God, the crowd went nuts for him when he came out. And, and even he said, he said, I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Paige got a huge pop when she came out. Uh, Neville got another huge pop. Cause I think the reason why they got the hugest pops because they're local. They're, they're from England. That's just the thing. They're, they're from the UK. They're, they're local guys. They're hometown people. So normally they, they get the biggest cheer and they did. They rightfully so got the biggest cheer. And um, another uh, wrestler surprised he got a big pop was uh, Roman Reigns got a decent sized pop. Like the people were, were um, cheering, for, um, cheering for him. And also where, where I was sitting, he literally, I was like right near the aisle and, Everyone was, and we saw a bunch of security people came by. We thought, "Oh my god, is he going to walk down by us?" <laughs> and he did. He walked down. and literally um, nice. And it was so funny. It was so funny. So someone because um, you know the whole thing with Roman Reigns that like people seem to like you either like him or you hate him. With most people at the moment, yeah. Um, we had s- s- um, someone actually telling us. That, we hate you, Roman. And he just turned around. And he just just smiled at him and just winked and just carried yeah. on walking down. <laughs> I think he, I think he's used to it, so I'm glad about that. I'm, I'm gonna imagine. I'm, I'm happy that he's like he's like you know taking it on board. I mean, I, I mean the hate isn't as bad as it as it was in the, after the Rumble. No, it, it, I think people are starting to warm up to him slightly now, and um, I'm, happy, I, I'm again. I'm a huge fan of Roman Reigns, and. Um, Another person who got a huge pop as well was, um, even though he wasn't on the main show, but he was on the television, was Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that was a very, ooh. <laughs> the dark match was really good, though. It was Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor. Oh, God, that, that was an amazing dark match. <laughs> it was one that I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Why is this on TV? <laughs> but, um... But yeah, um, it was a really good, and also some of the chants we got as well. When Cena came out, people were going in tune with Cena, so Cena sucks, Cena sucks, with a duh, 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 and basically saying it, <laughs> so, sort of like what they did with Kurt Angle with a uh, you suck sort of thing. And John Cena <laughs> just came out, he just like looked puzzled, and he came to the ring and went, well, I was, I was, I'm not too surprised, because me and London got a bit of a rocky history, if not, and it's like everyone's booing him completely. <laughs> And oh my god, John Cena got got ripped a new one. It was it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And um, he just went uh, and and then after that, then he pretty much won the crowd over when when he said, "I was speaking to Vince back there, and you know what? I still think I still think England should deserve the um, deserve to have a WrestleMania." And then the whole crowd just started yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, ah, fair enough. You know the work the crowd. <laughs> I think they, I think they they after the Bar- the Barrett match they kind of t- tuned up to him after Rusev came out. Oh yeah, we did. Um, I, I think I think this is the thing with John Cena is that I think I think this is the thing with John Cena. Even though people boo him, I think they can still respect him as a wrestler, as a person as well. You know, because he's done so I mean, much. Well, especially like especially like with the angle stuff, like you mentioned that they only chanted that because you know it was it was a thing. You know, yeah. it wasn't like they hated him. No. Oh. Um, the other thing that made me last as well was that uh, um, I think somebody edited this out because it was recorded beforehand and it was aired. And um, I think it was a smart move on their behalf to do that because um, when Big Show came out, guess what chance start- two chants got started when he came out when he was beating up Roman Reigns on top of the black cab. One of them was, right. um, you fat bastard. <laughs> you fat bastard. 
and, and, and the other one was like, please retire. Please retire. <laughs> and, just, and, and they just start beating up the cab. <laughs> start punching it. Oh my God, it was funny. You know, can you remember when he's just standing here, when he's looking at the crowd, he has like a really pissed off look? Yeah. That that was where it'd be, because what happened? They called him Fat Bastard. He basically choked, he basically froze Roman Reigns in the car. And then after that, he said, please retire. <laughs> and that's what he's... <laughs> Oh my god, I've definitely edited those two out, but my god, that was the most amazing thing I've probably ever seen. And then then after that, um, a stretcher came out. For those who don't live in the UK, we have this thing called the NHS, and it's free healthcare, unlike some people in America who unfortunately don't get that. And and when the, when the stretcher came out, and they say, and we were already walking up, everyone starts chanting, free healthcare, free healthcare, free healthcare. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, you know, you know, the NHS is in a in a bad state where people start chanting at Roman Reigns free healthcare. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, the, the crowd was really fun. I would imagine because yeah. oh, yeah. like the show was the show was okay, but the crowd really made it a lot better than it actually was. Oh, they were into everything. Oh yeah, the crowd were really into. It. I think. Oh yeah, Randy Orton got a good decent pop, and also we started chanting um, to. Um, Tyson Kidd, you fucked up when he jumped on the rope and he fell off. Yeah. <laughs> did they kept? I, I haven't watched all of it yet, but did they kept that in? I I think the I think it was edited out, but you can kind of hear like a little bit. Of people <laughs> that. Oh, that was cute. No, seriously, when you were in that building, you could hear it everywhere. It was <laughs> unreal. And also, when the commentators came out beforehand, Michael Cole got booed to shit. But oh my god, JBL, <laughs> JBL was like applaud. Literally, was applauded. And he even got some of the steel chairs and gave a bow, and everyone started like um, doing that. What was it that worship thing, like bowing down to him? It was amazing. I, I think he uh, did. Did, uh, did did Ryback get Goldberg chance? Because I heard some some in in the in the I... in the replay they were. There were some Goldberg chants. There was there was a small chant of it, but that's about it. There wasn't many. To be honest, that we didn't really cheer that much in the right back match. I remember. Yeah, because uh, the crowd kind of died when he came out. Oh like yeah, the the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Luke get uh, Luke Gallows and yeah. and then. And right back match. Oh, the crowd just died. Yeah, we we did not. Yeah, the crowd was just disinterested with it. They didn't want anything to do it. And I'm glad the match I, was I, as well. And what and what was amazing was like when the Miz came out. Dead silence. When Mizdow came, came out, oh my god, everyone erupted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was literally, it was just like, everyone's like, no, we're not cheering. We're not even going to boo at you. <laughs> and then Mizdow came out, a roar of eruption. And also, it's a sad, it's a sad, sad, sad thing when you realise... Um, Fandango get, gets gets put over by his old original theme song. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, everyone was doing the Fandango finger-pointing thing when this music came on. That literally... I think that's got one of the biggest cheers was his theme song. That was the only thing people remembered him for. Yeah. They took it away. <laughs> yeah, and everyone was like, come on, bring the theme song back. And it takes it back, and everyone loves it again now. And everyone... And then, uh, <laughs> also, um, Naomi is now... A, Heel, which and um, I think she got the weirdest chant. I think they took it out. Was um, everyone started chanting "Your shoes suck, your shoes suck"? (laughs) (laughs) 
I can't remember if they took that out or not, but it was like I was laughing my ass off, and we were just chanting it. And I'm like, wow. Oh god, the Naomi promo. Jesus fucking Christ. It's like it's like don't bring logic into this damn girl. <laughs> it's. Here's my problem with scripted promos in general. Like, some people can pull off a good scripted promo, and some just cannot. Yeah. I think Triple and, and with her, Jesus Christ. I think Triple Holy H... Holy shit. Yeah. I think Triple H put it best, perfectly. I think it was in the Stone Cold podcast when he said, people react to different ways and different manners when it comes to their character and what they have to say some people are better saying stuff off the fly some people are better if you just give it in bullet points to them and then you let them work with it or some people are just better reading off the script you know and uh, I think my biggest problem and I think someone pointed this out in the podcast was the reason why Macho Man Randy Savage's promos worked so well is because he played off Mean Gene yeah, like they played off each other. There was it wasn't like, hey, you know, here I'm just going to ask you a couple questions and you're going to respond with your scripted promo. Yeah, they actually played off each other. They asked him a question and he would react to the question and he would make smart ass comments towards him. And you just don't find that anymore in today's mm-hmm. WWE. No, and I think that will, um, I think that what Triple H said in the podcast for Stone Cold. I think he wants to bring that back, and I think he's doing that over at NXT. You know, so. Hopefully, eventually, we Triple H take over the main show. Hopefully, he can use the stuff he did in NXT and it will work in WWE Raw. But again, time will tell on that. I, re- I really want him to be the booker because whoever, whoever they got booking the main show just doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, because isn't he the booker on NXT? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Most yeah. of the stuff is, is pretty much his idea, so I don't know why he's not booking the main shows. Yeah, because it's him and two other people who come up with all the ideas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally a team of three people that run run that operation, of the the creative side of it, anyway. Well, double- also, I, also I, you, you know a crowd is really good when they're into a stupid segment that they should not be into. Like uh, the whole, the, the Kane segment. Oh, they wow. were... Hugely into that. Oh yeah, we 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 were mad over it. Uh, we were mad over it. Like yes, yes, no, no, no. Well, the cool thing was the crowd know it was fucking stupid, but they were like, yeah, we're gonna get into this. <laughs> and I, I think every I think everyone just cracked up laughing when Steph Rollins was out out with um J and J security and uh, in those level armchairs, and he had the look kind of because if you listen carefully, everyone's just look cracking their asses off when he actually pulled the lever up. <laughs> he's like got his feet up. Oh, you gotta watch that Kane segment on TV because, like, he pulls off some amazing fucking faces when he's yeah. acting confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dean Ambrose came out. That match was very short. And um, no, no, he did a run in. Yeah, he did. He comes yeah. out doing a run in, and and he got a bigger pop than than any of the two guys he did. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah he did, he did yeah. a run in with. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually kind of sad. Also, Sheamus got a funny chant. Because he looked really right. pissed off. He'd say, um, you look fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just looked so pissed. If you wonder why he looked so pissed off when he was in the ring on camera, it was because that chant, and I think they definitely took that one out. <laughs> I mean, no, he got that chant again when, when he first debuted with the new look, and everyone was chanting, you look stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's pretty much everyone said it, but I think I think we added um, the fuck <laughs> on it. Well, again, and I can't imagine him getting over, you know, him being Irish and all. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Well, he's Irish, so um, we don't mind the Irish. It's just, um, I think just at the moment, he just looks fucking stupid and everyone basically <laughs> telling, telling it to his face. Because <laughs> he was pissed. He yeah. was, Jesus Christ. He was so so close to breaking kayfabe. I don't I don't know how he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. He was not happy. <laughs> he was not happy. Um, also, surprisingly, you know the referee with with, with the blonde hair that used to wrestle Rick Rick Flair. Oh God, little Nate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got trapped in little Nate, and every people everyone kept 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 wooing at him when he came out. <laughs> he even did the Rick Flair strut. Struck up up the steel steps. Oh, and awesome! Uh, and everyone, everyone just went woo at everybody did it and cheered and said, "That was awesome." <laughs> it was brilliant. Oh my god, it was, it was brilliant. It's a little stuff like that you don't see on television, in which they do. It's it's actually quite cool. Yeah, it was it was a really good role overall. Really good. Um, I think there was one funny moment as well. I don't know if they caught it on camera, but what happened was uh, when Randy Orton start attacking um, Steph Rollins, J and J security. Um, I think um, Joey Merc- um, Mercury was um, trying to get his, the leather armchair away from him, and literally all you or you got a fight going on the corner with Randy Orton and Steph Rollins, and all you see is Randy Orton. You see um, Joey Murphy pushing this level archer, literally rolling it like a giant ball. Like um, you know that video game character Capcom made that rolls a giant <laughs> ball. He looked like that. <laughs> I think he didn't mean to, but my god, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, it was good. Really, really good. Really good rule. Really enjoyed it. Glad I went. <laughs> so, yeah. Good times. So, what's the next bit of news? Um, what was it? Um, fucking... Uh, we, we wanted to talk about the... What was it? Um... Extreme Rules. Um, oh yeah, which booking because I might because I might as well do it now because I think they already announced like six matches and I think that's kind of that's pretty much kind of awesome. Yeah. So yeah, um, Extreme Rules is going to be on the twenty sixth of April for those that don't know, and um, pretty much the whole card has been announced and um, I don't know. I think it's very mixed and weak. Is the best way to put it? Yeah, it, it doesn't look that appealing, to be quite honest, because most of, most of them are just like WrestleMania rematches. Yeah. And matches put together with little to no build-up. Daniel Bryan versus Wade Barrett. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it was really, really not good. It was very... Um, I wouldn't say it wouldn't put bad together, but um, a lot... You could tell not a lot of thought process went into it. Because I, cause I kind of knew that I was like thinking to myself, it, it could go two ways. One, WrestleMania could be really bad and Extreme Rules would be really good like like it was Last in 2012. Yeah. Like it was in 2012. Mm-hmm. Or like, 
um, it could be, or WrestleMania could be really good and Extreme Rules could be really shit. Yeah, which has happened before. Yeah. Frank. And, um, and and no one expected WrestleMania to be that <sighs> good. It really was that good, and I thought to myself, shit, they're not going to top this off. No, no, no. fucking way. I think this is just going to be their chill pay-per-view, to be honest, because I think they want to slow down just a little bit, but surprisingly... Which is, which is kind of weird, because the booking hasn't really been that bad. Like, there's nothing, no. like, I, I really... I'm really angry about. I mean, the product's still good. I mean, yeah. I'm not. The match has yeah. been good. The booking for the match yeah. has been good. It's just some of the outcomes have been questionable. But this, on the other hand, looks like I don't know. It feels like it's just thrown all together. Like basically, okay, we got this, we got this, we got this. Put them all together, and hopefully something will stick. And it's kind of weird because what they're doing with Cena, I really like with him coming out and oh, doing yeah. like an open challenge. Yeah. Because in, in a weird way, that brought back some prestige, that stupid title. Oh, yeah, yes. Like, holy to. shit, it's actually getting defended. Yeah. It actually means something. I know him and Daniel Bryan teamed up to take on um, the tag team champions, um, Tyson Kidd and Asaro. Yeah, that was... On uh, SmackDown, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the booking on SmackDown, because SmackDown really needs some serious fucking work now if they, want, if they really want people to tune into that show. It, I will admit the SmackDown before that was a lot better, and this one was very mad in some sort of respect. Because because the, the problem with SmackDown is like whenever there's a really good Raw, SmackDown is like just the, the filler episodes. Oh yeah, like where you're just not you're just gonna see the same shit, but nothing important is gonna happen. Yeah. SmackDown has been irrelevant since 2010, and that's when Mark Henry was WWE, um, World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, that was 2011. Oh, okay, my bad. 2011. Okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah, well, after 2011, like 2012, it just went to shit. Yeah. It just went to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they, they did the, um, they no longer did the, the brand extension. Every, everyone was on everything now. Yeah, so it's back to being like the B show, and it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Well, that would mean it's pretty much, um, what is it, Thunder? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, 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 that's the only word I'm going to say, and I'm not going to say anymore. I'm going to end up talking to the WCW oh, it, territory. It's, it's coming. Yeah, that, it's coming. that day is coming. I'm yeah. dreading it. <laughs> yeah. But um, going back to Extreme Rules, I think the John Cena Rusev match, I think that might have some promise. It's just got the gimmick of a chain match. Yeah, sort I, of thing. I, I'm sorry. I, I really hate stupid gimmick matches. I'm, yeah. You know me. I'm, yeah, I'm one of those yeah. guys who just hates the gimmick matches. I don't. I don't like the gimmick matches. I think that if you can tell a good story, then fine. I don't mind the gimmick, but the story with Rusev and Cena eh, ain't that great. So no. I really can't see doing a, a gimmick match. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, I think the only reason why they chose, chose a chain match because you know because it's a Russian chain match, and also John Cena used to be part of the chain gang. Remember. And how has this worked? Is it like a tug of war? Do they like get strapped together to change yeah. or what? I would like um, you could you know you remember the old um, was it um, ball tie matches when they used to get a strap and lever used to tie it to two hand the hands um, one hand of the wrestler. That'd be good if it's that type of match, you know. Oh yeah, I remember CM Punk having a match like that with Umaga. Yeah, that was a really good. And Stone Cold had that um, back when he was um, the ringmaster. Well, I think it was called Stone Cold, but when he was with Ted DiBiase. 
Oh, the ringmaster, Jesus yeah. Christ. He had a match like that with, um, I cannot remember the name of the wrestler off the top of my head, but he's a black uh, black wrestler guy, and um, that match was pretty good. So, gimmick match, I'm probably seeing is going to, I probably see Rusev retaining, but seeing as they're doing like a lot of good stuff with us, with Cena, I kind of see him um, keeping the belt. Yeah, and also the, the rumors going around, apparently he's going to get a custom US um, United States Championship belt, so, oh, you know. God, I don't want to see that spinner again. <laughs> oh, some people want to see the spinner, surprisingly, but if, I think they're going to customize it. You know, with the Intercontinental Championship, they went back to the old-style one? Yeah. Do an old-style updated version of the of the classic um, WCW US, US title. But that belt is ugly. I kind of like the yeah. WWE a lot yeah. better. Oh yeah, I do. I do as well. But knowing WWE, they probably are going to do that. Or, or the fact they can put a load, a load of bling, bling on it again, <laughs> and it spins, which some people want. Surprisingly, people were actually asking John Cena on his Twitter account, "Is it the belt going to spin?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's responded to any of them, but yeah. People were actually asking him that. Oh, it, it's like that RVD promo where he's like, I'd rather keep this belt because it spins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because they wanted to keep the belt around. and uh, Yeah. Fucking belt. Fucking even though he was supposed to be the... Even, even though he was supposed to be the ECW guy. Yeah. That, and he's supposed to bury the fucking WWE belt. Yeah. Help. That WWE belt... that. Before they changed the belt to what it is now, that previous one was fucking ugly. I hated that belt. I never Everyone liked that belt. Know. Yeah, no Nobody one liked, liked that belt. <laughs> no, no. It's surprising we dropped when the Rock won it. Oh, what happened? Oh, he meets. He goes to the new belt. What a surprise! Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm not wearing that shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think it's um, good that um, you know. Um, that um, the US title getting represented might get a lot more prestige behind it and I think having John Cena and Daniel Bryan represent like John Cena with the US and I think Daniel Bryan with the IC title I think it is going to be a lot of prestige back to those titles because I think you and me have been saying this for a long long time that they needed to um, sort every um, well we said that they needed to sort those titles out and give more prestige to them. and I think Having John Cena and Darren Bryan will give them that prestige, and having John Cena doing the matches all the time. Unfortunately, with Daniel Bryan, he can't do so much. Because you ever heard the rumors about him that he W is wary about his um, injury still? Oh God, not again! Yeah, well, because you know he went that whole alternative method meth- meth- over here himself. Remember, he didn't he didn't have surgery. Yeah, it's. I'm I'm kind of one of those people who who is having a really like love hate relationship with Daniel Bryan because yeah he sustained he sustained a, a, an an awful injury and he needed two two surgeries but then he's like ah oh, you know I, I can heal on my own I'm like fuck no no you're not you're not gonna heal on your own because it's it's a it's a tough injury like you broke your fucking neck Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the shoulder as well, so, you know. Yeah. And WWE are still wary of that. And, you know, if they want to keep him safe and put him in tag team matches and keep him off a few rules here and there, I can perfectly understand that until 
they think he's mega league clear 100%, but yet again, according to CM Punk, the WWE doctors don't know what they're doing, a bunch of dumb fucks. But I digress on According that. to him, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, according to him, that's why I say according to CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but I digress on that, that's his personal opinion, but... Um, but yeah, um, I think overall I'm I'm happy with the U.S. title match, and it might be okay. But you, I don't like gimmick matches, and the Daniel Bryan with Bad News Barrett match. I think that's um, that's only a single match, but I would like I don't know maybe be a table match or something. You know, it's kind of weird because I remember back in 2010, not 2010, 2011. Yeah. When these two fought in SummerSlam and both of them were like mid carters and none of and they both came good. out and, and they both came out to no reaction from the crowd whatsoever. Yeah, it's kind of funny looking back at the, looking back at that and seeing them now. I've always say this about Daniel Bryan and Wade Barrett that they're both really good wrestlers and um, I think WWE are missing such a good opportunity with telling a really good story with those two wrestlers because the history's there. The history's yeah, just okay. on the wall. You can tell a really good story. Yeah, yeah, you can. But the thing is, like you said, there's they're scared with Brian. Yeah. They're scared of him taking bumps and all that shit. And, and Barrett, oh, Barrett's another one who who has a Recurring. terrible history of injuries. Oh well, yeah, but his shoulder because you remember when he was chucked out of the ring by Big Show and he didn't land landed properly. Oh, that was ugly. Oh yeah, I remember that. He was. You could hear. You heard that shoulder, and you. You can hear him screaming. You knew he was in pain. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that rule. God, that was awful. Yeah, and, um, yeah, because, you know, it was, that was a bad moment. But, like I said, I think with those two, you could tell a really good story with them, but I think WWE has, yet again, missed the boat on it again. But, I digress on that. We'll see how it goes. I mean, they're going to put on a really good match. I wouldn't say it's going to steal the show, but it's it's going to be a good match. Yeah, well, they got one more week. Is it one more week? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully they can build uh, this Monday's late, This Monday's the go-home show, so... Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they got a Raw and SmackDown. Hopefully they can tell it within those two shows. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully. Because yeah. <laughs> like I said, the booking hasn't been bad. It's just like, I'm just kind of wondering what they're, what they're going with with these matches. Yeah. I think those, those matches just don't make yeah. any sense on paper. I think the storytelling's lacking. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, also, next match: Steph Rollins versus Randy Orton. Okay, I don't mind it being in a steel cage match, but I fucking I'm hate not. the stipulation of the uh, the move being banned because I fucking hate this shit. You do realize he's going to use the punt a lot, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, I fucking hate this shit. I've seen this shit done with Big Show and Sheamus. I've seen this done with the Undertaker, yeah. where Teddy Long banned the Hell's Gate. It's yeah. just Bullshit. Yeah, because... Just fucking bullshit. It's literally after the match. No one remembers it. That stipulation. Be honest. It's just, oh, this move is so terrible. It must be banned. I'm like, Christ. I've seen this done so many fucking times. Just give me something new. Yeah. Oh, well, what about this? What about... Oh, Brock Lesnar, you shall face me back. But you're banned and use your German suplex. <laughs> and Brock's like, fuck, that's, that, that's pretty much me done. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Suplex City. Yeah. 
But no, well, I think it, it has potential being a good match. Um, Steph Rollins and both Randy Orton are both on their games. And I'll be honest, the last few Steel Cage matches have been good. And also the thing I like about the Steel Cage match as well, they haven't been overusing it. You yeah. <laughs> I think the last one I saw was Chris Jericho versus Bray Wyatt, and that was really good match. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Wade Barrett. I think he suffered the worst after out of, out of all everyone post Mania. Oh, he had a broken foot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he, well, he he did cut a promo on Raw, and I think they're trying to keep him off off television until his foot injured um, injury heals to better uh, to 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 where he can perform again. But give him credit. To be honest, he was on his A game, even though he was injured. He was on his A game at <laughs> May, WrestleMania. I think he's better now, but I think my my thing is like the booking. Um, they have no idea what to do with him now. Yeah, I've, where do you go with him? Yeah, he lost to the Undertaker, and the way I looked at it this way is that he should have beaten the Undertaker at that WrestleMania. But you know, it's like who needs it more? That's kind of the question. Yeah, that's, that's that was the that was the when I heard it, when I heard Wade Barrett, Barrett was like because I, I even said the WrestleMania before um, Brock Lesnar, I thought. Way Barrett would, would be a good choice, and um, but yeah, again, the whole thing Undertaker losing to Brock Lesnar that's that that's always going to be something up to debate until God knows until the end of time when it comes comes to wrestling. But um, but I think with Way Barrett, uh, Way Barrett, I think he's a good he's a, he's a good wrestler, and to be honest, I think. Just having that privilege of being in a match with the Undertaker WrestleMania, I think that's a good thing. But like you said, I think they don't know what they're going to do with him now. I think they don't know where they want to take him. It's and, not okay. I mean, the build up with Taker was a lot better than the build up with Ambrose because the feud with Ambrose was god awful. Yeah, it went on for too long. That was the problem. And it just ends in like a random raw in an ambulance match. Yeah, like it just ends. That's it. Yeah, Bray, what the fuck? Yeah, Bray Wyatt won that one as well. Yeah, yeah. It just ends. There you go. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> um, good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Rollins is champion, and I'm happy that Orton is trying to work with new guys. I give him, I, you know. <laughs> I think I give give some of the veteran wrestlers that at the moment that they are working with younger guys at the moment, which I give them credit. And also, I think the best way to put it, when Seth Rollins won that title at WrestleMania, I think you could have told you could tell that change is coming. And I think it is definitely is still coming. Change is still coming. It's it's slowly, it's coming, but it's coming slowly. Unfortunately, um, I'm just happy we can actually see the fucking belt every week now. Oh yeah. Same Never seen it. <laughs> yeah, it was like a total eclipse. Um, yeah, same with Brock Lesnar. Um, but yeah, overall, I think the Steel K match will work well, and um, Randy Orton's quite been in quite a few good Steel K matches, and Steph Rollins he's young and first um, up for it. So you know, I think it'd be a good match. So next match is the piss break match. I don't even know who it is. Nikki is it? Bella versus Paige. Oh god! But we don't know what's going on with Paige. Called Paige is quote unquote injured, so I don't know if she's out and they're going to put. Um, put Cameron in. Yeah. Put Cameron or Naomi in. Yeah, Naomi. Yeah. I don't really give give two shits. I know. I think that's the annoying thing with Naomi. She's she's good, but 
the problem is, is the way they book her. You know? And like I said, the promo that she cut on Raw, Jesus Christ, that was... Ooh, that wasn't That good. was terrible. <laughs> Think so, she got chanted, your shoes suck. <laughs> yeah, but... But yeah, I think the only reason why they're turning her heel is because they want to give her some sort of character because um, one of the Usos are out at the moment, so, you know, they want to use her in some sort of way. And, um, yeah, the rest the rest of the female roster, I do not know what's going on with them at the moment because it's literally um, a bit of a nightmare at the moment when you look at the roster. Uh, I'm just glad it's not Eve Marie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, they use. I, I, I'm really surprised they don't use Natalie. I'm really, really surprised they barely use that. Her. That 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 ship has sailed. That ship yeah. has long sailed. <laughs> yeah, I know, but she's a good enough wrestler, and I'm just thinking to myself, if you want to, they really should not send Paige off to do a freaking film with the Miz. They need to keep her around. But like I said, this WWE WWE do not know how to handle their fucking women division. Unfortunately, it's horribly management. But uh, if Paige in the match, it'd be decent. But yeah, again, the Bellas cannot wrestle. Yeah, I I, I saw that uh, powerbomb gif with Nikki doing doing a powerbomb on 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 uh, Paige, and it looked horrible. Oh, it no. looked like she almost broke her fucking neck in in half. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, the Bellas cannot. Wrestle. I mean, this is the reason why they're more interested on Total Divas than anything else. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, but, but yeah, because they're much more interesting. It's much more funnier to watch them fake act than to watch them wrestle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Total, total, total Divas is amazing for all the wrong <laughs> reasons. Um, but no, I digress with that. Yeah. Piss break and probably okay match if Paige's there. So yeah, um, the next match is Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus called a kiss my ass match. When the when the fuck were these two guys feuding? Um, when he came That's out, my question. When he came out during the match with him and Neville, and um, Neville being buried for the last last Raw and SmackDown, and um, <laughs> and Sheamus got pissed off, called everyone calling him. You look stupid at the moment, so he need to lay out his frustration on the WWE's punching bag, which is Dolph Ziggler. Mm. And knowing Dolph Ziggler, he probably wouldn't get beat up if we're going to get a concussion again. <laughs> oh, poor Dolph. He always looked like in his matches, he always gets a, con- con- a unnecessary con- con- uh, concussion in some sort of way. He always looks like that kind of guy who comes in looking confident, but towards the end, he just looks broken. <laughs> Like, yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> true. Very, very true. Unfortunately. And Seamus just got back, and they want to push him as a heel, and you're going to probably have Ziggler job to him, because fucking Ziggler's a glorified jobber at this point, which is depressing, but whatever. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's Next. Sounds- <laughs> so the next match is, I believe, is let me just double check. Is ah Roman Reigns versus Big Show last man standing match? Question. Question. Why the fuck is Big Show still getting booked in matches? 
question, why the hell are you putting a slow big guy with a guy who's young slash big who really needs some a more technical style wrestler or a better, bigger guy to wrestle with? You know? It, it's weird, because I was watching like some old Attitude Era matches, and Big Show looked a lot thinner. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looked a lot and looking at him, And looking at him now, Jesus Christ, he, he let himself go. He can't choke Sam for shit anymore. That's the reason why yeah. he does the punch. Yeah. And, um... He always looks tired. He always looks bored. He just... Fucking hell. Well, I mean, I think he's done anything. After WrestleMania, he really has nothing else to prove. He won the Andre Battle Royal thing, and he's been compared through his whole tight career look, being like Andre or having that physique and appearance like Andre. So I think to myself, yep, he's finally he just, done it. He always, he always looks gassed. That's the problem. He yeah. always looks gassed. He always looks out of shape. Well, this is the annoying thing with me. You want to put Roman Reigns over. Don't want to put Roman Reigns over. That's obvious. But they already put, put him over in the match with Lesnar. The crowd went sh- ape shit for that match. That oh, was yeah. a good match. Yeah, people were cheering for Roman Reigns towards the end of that match. Literally, like I was on the edge of my seat. And then, to be fair, that ending was amazing at WrestleMania when um, Stefan came out and stole the whole thing. But Roman Reigns, yeah, really, really good. Uh, and he and he goes from that to this. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Why can't you put him with someone like I don't know, like Cody Rhodes or something like that? I know he got that stupid Stardust gimmick at the moment, but still. Yeah, I mean Stardust, Dolph Ziggler. That way, there's so many bad people on the card he could be facing. Fucking Xavier Woods at this point. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Nev- Neville. Neville. <laughs> <laughs> Finn Balor. Come on, there's son of them. But no, um, Dean Dean Ambrose. Oh my God, poor Dean is not doing it. Luke Gallows. But, for fuck's sake. Why didn't they put Dean Ambrose wrestling against um, against Roman Reigns? That would have been an amazing match. I'd even take Luke Harper at this point. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But oh my God. Well, at least it's not Kane. That that would have probably been on the same. Oh Jesus bad. Christ. At least Kane is entertaining when he oversells everything. You can tell he's not happy when when he oversells stuff. He's pretty much like a Shawn Michaels. Like if he's not happy <laughs> in the situation that he's been put in by the by creative, he will be like, "Yep, yeah, I'm going to oversell this bitch. I'm going to make this look bad." I love Glenn. He's entertaining. I love that dude. Oh, he's funny. He's really, really funny. I went back and watched some of his stuff with Daniel Bryan when they went through anger management, and oh my god, it was, they were so funny. Him and um, Daniel. No, you want, you want you want you want you want a really good um, Kane moment. Remember when him and Big Show were a tag team and Big Show got run over by Del Rio's car? Oh, and he goes <laughs> and he's like, "Show!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! I love I love Kane. He's so brilliant. Um, but no, uh, at least put him with Kane, and Kane at least oversells everything, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think with Kane, I think you have a better match, but with Big Show, no. <laughs> but I digress with that. But it, it looks, Ugh. and also a last stand man, a last man standing match as well. Come on, are you trying to kill the crowd? <laughs> uh, they're gonna ch- start chanting bullshit. Yeah. Ring of Honor. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could turn turn like the ECW crowd against Batista versus Big Show. Oh, God, that was depressing. Oh, that was 
bad. I remember watching that, and I'm like, oh my god, this is literally... Wow. They are not happy. You, you, chance, chance of you both suck. Same yeah. old shit. shit. <laughs> you can't fuck, wrestle. You, fuck you. <laughs> wow, that was a... That was Change a, the channel. Yeah, that was it. Oh, God, that was brutal. Also, also we want our money back. <laughs> that was a brutal... And, it, and, it, and to make it even worse, it ends in a DQ. Yeah. An ECW match ends in a DQ. Yeah, for <laughs> reasons, you know? Same old shit. And he, watch that match with Batista and how they get to him and he just loses his shit. He I, loses yeah. his shit. Yeah, he broke Kayfrey badly that night. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I think Roman Reigns, really, really good young young wrestler. I think he's going to go far in the business and um, there's something there. Every, every member of that shield are going to go far within their own rights. Like Steph Rollins, uh, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, they're all going to go far. But I think they just need to work out. I think with Steph Rollins, they finally figured out what they want to do with him. And I think Roman Reigns, they thought they figured him out, but then he needs a bit more tricking. And Dean Ambrose, they're trying to find his place at the moment. But um, but yeah, I, I think it's really good. Next. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I think there's probably going to be a tag team match. If so, that's going to be on the pre-show. And if that is a tag team match, I want it. Be Tyson Kidd and Sara versus the Lucha Dragons. Oh, that would be fucking amazing. Oh, the Lucha Dragons got a huge pop when they came out in Raw in London. <laughs> they were over. They were mad. I'm like, to myself, wow. Sin Cara's over. Don't, please, WWE, don't do what you did with the Ascension. Don't yeah. fuck this up like you fucked up with the Ascension. This is the thing I like with, 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 with the Lucha Dragons. They're pretty much one-to-one. They took what was in NXT and brought them over and didn't change anything. And everyone loves it. You know? Yeah. So, fingers crossed. And um, on to the final bit of wrestling news, one of the most depressing things. Ooh. TNA Impact. Yep, it's still around. I don't know why, but... <laughs> uh. Apparently they're they're in trouble again, and apparently they're they've been late on their payments, and they haven't paid a lot of their fucking uh, athletes. Yeah, and then production staff as well. So my question is simple: How the fuck is this company still around? I don't know. It it's one of these things that you just look at and you're just like, huh? How? Why? Who is watching this? I know someone. Who is fucking watching this? Yeah, it, it's not good. It's literally gone very, very pear-shaped. It's just one of those products that's not even, like, cool to hate anymore. Like, it's just... It exists. It's a, pro- it's a thing. <laughs> it's essentially gone from the state of WCW to ECW. Money-wise. Not even ECW, because at least ECW was entertaining. At least ECW was like, hey, we want to put on a good show. These fuckers put the belt on Kurt Angle. They put the fucking belt on Kurt Angle. Who's their current champion? Is it Kurt Angle? Yeah. Oh, wow. That explains a lot. Like, you put the belt on Kurt Angle when WWE's doing the right thing and putting putting their belt on on a young guy. Yeah. 
it's that, not that should tell you all, that should that should tell you all you need to know about the two companies. Well, I mean, it's just like you got just look at the roster. It's like you've got well, you've got Kurt Angle as their world champ, and then you've got the the, the world tag tag champions is the Hardys. So that explains a lot for itself, and um, I don't I don't know who's the X division champion. A guy called Rockstar Stud. I think his name is. Oh, Rockstar Spud, like one of the only few homegrown talents they have left. Yeah, and then um, then their knockouts champion is Tyree Taylor, I think her name is. Taryn Tell- Terrell. I yeah, that's it, Taryn Terrell. I don't know if you know uh, t- Who was Tiffany in WWE, so there you go. Another WWE talent with your belt. <laughs> yeah. Which is like... Yeah, it's not... I do not know why this company's not dead yet. What is keeping them going? Like, what is fucking keeping them going? I don't know. I think I think like they they changed they 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 changed their slot from Thursday to Friday because SmackDown moved back to Thursday. Thursday, and they weren't going to compete with SmackDown and Kurt Angle (laughs) being. I listened to a a podcast interview with Kurt Angle, and he's like, "No, no, our product is doing really good and." And no, it's really great, and it's just, it's bullshit. He's he, trying to bullshit. He sounds defeated. He sounds really tired. Yeah, I mean, you listen to him, and it's like he's trying his best to stay strong, but he knows the company's on its dying legs. He knows the company's dead, and he's doing everything he can to keep it going. And deep down, he knows. He's like, why the fuck didn't I, didn't I sign up with WWE? At least they would have given. At least I would have been better off. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at their roster and stuff like that, and I'm thinking to myself, they're just a bunch of former WC, um, WWE guys. PT, you've got MVP there, you've got Eric Young, Kangle, the Hardys. Oh, bloody hell, awesome come back. Yeah, oh my god, it's not. That roster's tiny. I mean, they already lost Samoa Joe and, and, and Joey Style, and Joey uh, Styles. Yeah. Yeah. And AJ also Styles. <laughs> also um was it Bully Ray gone as well? Yeah. So he's gone. Um Isn't like um Brodus Clay, Clay there at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Not going well then. And how also, the how the hell did... Yeah. Yeah, you, Miss, you go. Is Mr. Kennedy still there? I think he is. Well, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> like, where else is he gonna go? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> well, he he fucked up royally within the WWE. To be honest, he really did not. <laughs> well, you know, nobody likes him. Nobody liked him when he worked there. I heard he was a huge. He was a huge ass and a huge, huge dick to work with. <laughs> you can tell because he was really stiff in his matches. Yeah. The only match I can remember him is the, is, is, is the last match with um, Eddie Guerrero. And it was really stiff. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. But no, uh, like I said, I think TNA's on their last way. Also, Sting's gone as well, so... You know. they're, they're done. Yeah, they're, they're done. They're done. <laughs> when, you, when, when you look at their roster, and um, when we look at the people who were previously there, and when you look who's in the who's who's gone and who's currently there, the product is literally gone really really stale. Um, I think they're just going to get pulled out. I've the only people I can see buying this is Jeff Jarrett, which will be just be the most ironic and funniest thing ever. 
and um, all WWE can buy it. And then I'm just looking at the roster and I think to myself, who 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 would they pick up? I can see they pick up like like who wants this roster? No one wants this fucking roster. No. <laughs> There's probably like what was it like three people on the roster that might might benefit going to WWE, and that's it. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done yeah. talking about TNA. It's too depressing. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Out of the wrestling news and on to some... Um, other news. <laughs> Best way to put it. Trailer time. We got two trailers to talk about, so let's get let's get going. First up is, of course... Uh, finally, we finally get another Star Wars trailer. And this one is a lot better than the previous one. That yeah. Fuck because not 88 seconds long. And actually showed some... trailer. <laughs> and also, I think the thing I like about it as well, it actually showed off a lot of the worlds, and um, it showed off the characters, and we actually got to hear, well, Mark Hamill as Luke speaking over. I think it's Mark Hamill. And um, it was just so... It was so good. It was just... It was just nice to see the world more, and, it, and also, it just looks so pretty, you know? It looks like there does there's some effort put into it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not. <laughs> also, we got our first proper shot of the stormtroopers look like properly. We got our first proper shot of the main bad guy, the Sith guy. Um, I think that was an image of. Um, I want to say that's Luke with his robotic hand on with R two, and we saw the type. Also, the thing that was really cool is that you can tell that. Um, what is it? The whole um, the whole rebel. Um, the Rebel Alliance versus the Galactic Empire, the remains of that is still about with the Star Destroyers and the dead X-Wings in, in the desert and stuff like that. Like, the remnants of that are still... The ghosts of that war is still floating around, but it's cool that it's... Um, it's... Um, it's they they homage it, but they also focusing on the new guys as well, which I think, think is the correct way to do it, you know? But I think my favorite shot has to be the shot of the broken Darth Vader helmet. That's pretty Oh, that awesome was looking. so good. Like my father <laughs> before me, and I'm like, oh. I'm thinking to myself, is he talking to someone, or is it just, is it, is it just him just recording some line just for the trailer? So I'm curious about that, you know? Because I think it... Are they going to have kids in this film? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know, you never know, that's what I mean, so maybe Luke, you never know, Luke might actually add a kid during this time, because I think it's obvious that he's the um, leader of this whole new Jedi light side, you know? I'm kind of disappointed in the bad guy's look, I kind of feel his helmet could have been a lot better designed, to be quite honest. I think I think the simplicity makes him stand out, though. Yeah, you know, because yeah, you know, uh, most of the Sith guys are very complicated oh, yeah, in their are, designs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the only, yeah, is that what I mean? And it's like, I think it's kind of cool that we've got a more basic design because it makes him stand out, you know, from the others. And also, I think he's, he's you know, his life saver, you know, like he's, um, like, basically, that makes him stand out alone as well with two sides coming out and a one big one in the middle. So I think that helps as well. And that was the only thing that people remembered from the first trailer. <laughs> True. And also seeing the Millennium Falcon at the end, flying, flying away, fighting some TIE fighters. So, how do you think this trailer is going to be? Do you think that um, 
that the Re- the Rebel Alliance are fully in control of everything and the 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 Galactic Empire, the remnants of 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 it, sort of thing. Do you think that they're going to be a big group or a big faction or something like that? I, I don't know. I think, that, to me, like, it's going to be, like, I, I imagine it being, like, a continuation of the story. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 this war is still ongoing. I mean, it doesn't end because, you know, a leader died. I mean, you cannot break down an entire empire just because, like, their leader died. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else is going to place. <laughs> well, I reckon the Rebel Alliance are in control, but I think they're just, like, Basically, there's still remnants of the Galactic Empire around still controlling some places, but they're not fully in control, you know? And interesting enough, like, when you see the stormtroopers gathering together, the symbol behind them isn't the symbol of the Empire, it's something no. else. That would mean so... the, that's what I mean by the remnants. I think they're, they're, they're the last remaining people of the Galactic Empire that got brought together to form this new faction, you know? Which I think is a uh, smart decision to do. So I'm guessing like the new Sith guy is going to be the new bad guy. Yeah. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that what they do with him is like to keep his identity secret until like the third movie. Yeah, then you don't want do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. They can keep that going until the third film. Then like you don't know who he is. That'd be kind of cool. Who or what he is? <laughs> yeah, that would mean it's like is he even? That would mean it's like the question is: Is he human? Is he a person? You know, is what is he? You know. Why? Why is it a new Sith guy? But but I think that to me, like the biggest thing that took me out of it was the final shot. Oh, some people got happy. Of, I noticed this with some people. Some people really liked it. Some people didn't like it. And I think it was cool to see him there. But still, at the same time, I can understand where you're coming from on the sense that he's old. And he's in his seventies, and he's trying to revive playing a youthful character. You know. Yeah, I'm kind of like, no, just no, please. I don't want to see. I don't mind him doing cameo. Yeah. But just cameo. I don't want to see him in an actual role. I think he needs. I want to see Harrison. I don't want to see Harrison running around shooting up stormtroopers. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Chewie looks good. I mean, it's makeup. Yeah, no, that will mean, yeah. <laughs> the makeup <laughs> the looks actor, good. The actor looks like shit, but the makeup looks great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It looks... I mean, the makeup looks really good, and um, I'm quite... And do you think when when he says that we're home, do you think it's obviously that they're inside the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, pretty much. And it's obviously they just got they just got it back after so many years. That's what yeah. I'm guessing. I just... I don't... Uh, like I don't want to. I mean, I understand that you have to have Han, Luke, and Leia. That's the that's the trilo- That's the, the the trinity. But still, yeah. I want to know more about the new the new the two new people, like yeah. the black stormtrooper and the um, woman. Woman. Yeah, I yeah. think with um, Harrison Ford's character, I think I think because the, you know the whole rumor's going around that one of the characters are going to get killed off, right? And Harrison always wanted Han to die. <laughs> so, I think he might die, and he might pass on the torch. You know. I just, I just, I, I just have a horrible feeling in my in my stomach that he's gonna go. He's gonna have a scene with one of the new guys, and he's like, "Well, back in my day, you remind me of, or you're gonna remind me of, uh, what was it? You remind me of a young Luke, or something like that." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> 
I think J.J. Abrams, I think he, he even admitted it when he was filming Star Trek. He even said that he was more of a Star Wars guy than a Star Trek guy. But, um, again, I've, I have faith in J.J. Um, Abrams to deliver a good film. He has done good films. And I know people harp on about his Star Trek films. But, again, I don't give a fucking shit because I don't like Star Trek at all. Um, but I think he will do a good job with Star Wars and this trailer got me more hype than the first trailer. It's like, I'm yeah, because the first trailer was like, go back and listen to us when we talked about the first trailer. I'm like, it's only 80 to 88 seconds long. I really can't talk about it to be quite no. honest. Yeah. Because remember the whole internet blew up and you and me were like, eh, okay. <laughs> I think wasn't that too hype about it. You? No. <laughs> what do you think about the redesign of the X wings? Cause I know some people aren't really, I don't mind. I, I don't mind to be honest, because you're going to have to expect change. Because come on, it's been what was it, thirty, 30 years? <laughs> you expect nothing to change within thirty fucking years. Please <laughs> take the stormtroopers look different. I know some people don't like it, but come on. I like the years. designs. They look really oh, yeah. cool. I don't, also, I don't know why people are happy on those. I like the uh, design of the pilot. The pilot stormtroopers that got, got like the red. Uh, oh, the they red look strips in them. Yeah, they look badass. <laughs> so yeah, I think they look pretty cool as well. And um, yeah, I'm just happy to see a new Star Wars film. To be honest, I'm so happy to it's see. It's kind of weird because it's so surreal watching this again. And you just that thought in your head, like you look and you're like, oh my god, they're finally making a new Star Star Wars movie after all these years. Yeah, Jesus I think. Christ. When the first teaser trailer came out, I thought, okay, new Star Wars. And then when finally the second trailer came out, I was like, okay, now I'm starting to feel it, you know? Like, you, you kind of remember why you started to love this franchise and stick with it after all yeah. the bullshit that you've done <laughs> with it. Oh, you mean, oh, God, George. George, George, George. <laughs> all I'm going to say, I want to see um, the guy, um, when the first teaser trailer came out, they, um, I can't remember who did it online, but someone did a George Lucas version of the trailer. <laughs> I want him to do it to this again. <laughs> you know? And then you want to be brilliant. The final shot where you've seen Harrison Ford there, just put a horrible Photoshop image of his neck cranking to the left and a laser to go past his head and then he shoots a laser. Because, you know, Han shot first, so who gives a shit? Also, it's kind of funny, like, how... I know a lot of people hype on JJ for his um, lens flares, but not a lot of lens flares here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Surprisingly. But yeah, no, JJ Edwards, I think he signed on to direct the first film, and I think there's rumors going around he's going to do the second film. Not as sure about the third film, but um, fingers crossed. Looks really, really good. Also, you know, you know that new droid they introduced called um, BB-14? Not CGI. Not Practical CGI. That was a pra- <laughs> I was like, what? That's a practical effect. <laughs> and literally, because they showed it off in, like, uh, was it a convention thing they were talking about? Anyway, yeah. yeah, that little robot. He's all practical. And it just came out on the stage rolling in. I thought, oh, my God, they actually built that. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I think that just goes to show how much how much they actually are putting into this film and I think they took on board the whole criticism of George Lucas's and his green screens and his CGI and I think they're like, they're like yeah let's try not to do much of that okay guys because I don't mind the ships and lightsabers being CGI but no. when you put random shit in the background yeah. then it gets distracting yeah and I think they learned from that you know I think they found it a 
equilibrium's best way to put it. You know? Yeah, but I'm hyped. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I'm really hyped for this. Yeah, same here. <laughs> but with always hype, there's always more disappointment. With the next trailer. It could have been better. I think that they could have, whoever put this trailer together could have done a lot better job, to be my honest What opinion. was on earth was going on in that trailer? With, with Superman, with all those weird, like, skull-faced people that, like, grabbing their arms and trying to reach him. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. Whoever edited that trailer needs to get shot in the head. Cause so, Superman... The, edi- the editing is bad. Like, it, you know, it starts Chopping. out really good with... It, it's... I, I, I know, I know, I'm not judging the movie, because I know it's very controversial and all that stuff, but, but, the, this trailer is, is fucking awful. Yeah, Like, whoever edited this shit needs to get shot in the head. Also, like, why would you do a teaser trailer with the large majority of it, just, just a voiceover from, uh, Jesse Heisenberg? Voiceover from various people, and then, uh, uh what's his face? Alfred at the end. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's just like this, that, and it's... I'm kind of glad that they are, you know, following up the whole fact that Superman pretty much let the whole fucking Metropolis get destroyed and everyone fucking fears and hates him. I'm glad with that. At least they're following that up, at least. And not ignoring it, you know? I, I, don't, I don't mind, the, story, you know, I don't mind the, the movie. I mean, the movie looks like it's taken the right direction, but... Yeah. The costume... Jesus Christ, what, what the fuck was up with the editing? Yeah. Like, my my God, I I I've never seen more, a more disjointed trailer in my life, where it just keeps cutting to random shit for no reason. Yeah, you can tell they got uh, rid of like, they got rid of the gray filter. Yeah, but and, and they just keep cutting to like a random shot of the Batmobile running in the city. Yeah. Random shot of the Batmobile entering a building. It's like, what the fuck's going on? I'd say the Batman suit looks good. Uh, I like the Batman suit in motion. Looks good. Oh, it looks badass. Yeah, it looks really good. And did you notice when he was on top of the building he had a sniper rifle? That's an homage to the Dark uh, Knight Dark Returns. Knight. Yeah, so that's going to be happening. Um, it's obviously they're gripping everything from that. And everyone's Dead hopping. Mind. <laughs> yeah, and um, everyone's harping on this one line that Batman said. He said, do you bleed? And then Superman said to him, he said, I will make you bleed. And I thought, wow. Um, okay, that doesn't sound like Batman, that sounds like Frank Miller. <laughs> well, it is what it is. And I, I, like I said, I just think that the, the trailer is just all choppy and shit. Like, I, it really doesn't really get me hyped because it's just all over the place. Like, uh, how, what am I, what do I feel? Like, you, you, you've set up the storyline properly with the whole why they're fighting and why people don't like Superman but when it's just random scene, just disjointed scenes strung together by a by a weird narration yeah I'm just like, like I'm just like out of it I'm like how, how what am I, how do I am I how am I supposed to get excited for this oh yeah absolutely I totally agree with that and and after all the hype and the demand for a trailer, and I'm like, this is the best you can do? Yeah. It doesn't but, look bad, but, like, come on. Yeah. I give it credit. Um, Superman um, looks better 
Danny did in the previous film. At least he actually has color in his suit and everything like that, you know? Superman looks great. Batman looks great. The fucking armored Batman suit looks great. Like, yeah. But the editing, oh my god, the editing just pisses me off so much. I know, I, I know I'm harping on this, but... They're yeah. showing this on an IMAX screen, and yeah. it's just like, how is it supposed to get someone hyped for this? Like, I know it's a year in advance, and and we're gonna wait for until like another trailer comes out, like a, during Comic Con. But yeah. still, come on. Yeah, it's literally in this course of time. What's what's happened with the comic book films? It's just like, okay, this is not till next year. Okay, what's happened with Marvel? Oh, we had Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Captain America Winter Soldier. We've got Age of Ultron during the time of this recording. It's out in less than a week in some places, and it was already out in some places. And also, as well, we are getting an Ant-Man film, and we're getting um, two more films before that as well. Come on, DC, step up your game. Do something. It's bad. It's really, really is bad. And so it's like, and also you're getting Captain America free as well. So we're getting Captain. I, America I don't. I mean, I. I mean, okay. I, I'd rather them take their fucking time and develop their craft, and I, I and applaud and I and I applaud them for at least trying something different and not being like Marvel 100% yeah. Oh, yeah. aping their style, but at the same time, give fans something else other than TV shows. Yeah, because their TV, oh. their, their flash show, I would say, it's slipping at the moment. I mean, do, do stop giving us TV shows and direct to, move to, to, to DVD animated movies. Give us something, like, you know, to get, to get us hyped for this movie. Never mean, it's just like, Every this was just annoying thing. It's like everyone loves the Marvel live adaptation stuff, and I'm not saying that people don't want to see stuff from DC. People want to see stuff from DC because DC, you know, is has great, great characters, and you know, and you're just literally not making anything. You, okay, you did Man of Steel, and how many years ago was that now? I think this is the biggest problem with them pushing this movie back. I think that had they just stuck to the 2015 release date, it would have been a lot better. Yes, it would have been rushed, but you know what? I'd rather take a rushed movie than... than I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's... even know. I don't even know anymore, honestly. I, I, I'm just really, really disappointed in DC right now with their decisions. Yeah, it's just literally, you know... I don't know. I. It's not a it's bad. To, it's not. A, it, the trailer. It looks good. It, it does. It doesn't get you hyped. No that's the problem. Yeah, it's like they brought out around. Don't worry. They brought it around out around the same time as the Star Wars teaser trailer, and then you're just like, ah, yeah. Oh dear, <laughs> you know. And doesn't look bad, but it just could have been better. And yeah. I know that they're. That they're that that come Comic Con, they're gonna show a better trailer and it's gonna get us hyped and and I'm gonna come out come on here and say why couldn't have that been the trailer back in April? Yeah, and it's just gonna be. Oh. That's what I mean. It's just like um, uh, I will say this to DC and Warner Brothers. I give them credit; they are trying to play catch up with Marvel, but it's at the same time, it's like you guys are really, 
really, really struggling to play catch up with them at the moment, you know? Because it's just like, like Marvel got their whole plan set out. Like they got Ant-Man coming out this year. And then in 2016, you've got Captain America Civil War, which is pretty much going to have, it's going to have Captain America. It's going to have um, Black Widow. It's going to have Iron Man in it. Um, Spider-Man's going to be in it. Black Panther is going to be in it as well. So, you know, and then the following year in 2016, um, again, you've got, Doctor Strange, and in 2017, we got three films coming out. We got Guardian Galaxy 2, there's an untitled Spider-Man film, and um, we got Full Ragnarok. You know? Wow. <laughs> it's going to be an epic... As a minute, it, with Marvel, it, when you watch one of the trailers, you feel like you're getting something out of it, but with DC, it's just like... It just feels like they put this together so they just show something off. Like they they saying, yeah, the film is coming, you know. It's sad that the that the teaser that Zack Snyder posted on his Twitter got me more hyped for for the thing than the actual trailer. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and that was just a shot of their suits. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully they can work everything out and get a solid film out of it, you know? Um, like I said, it's the, I, 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 like I said, they're going to come out with a better trailer in, in July, c- come Comic-Con, and it's going to be a lot better, it's going to get a lot of people hyped, and, and everyone's going to yeah. forget this one. Yeah, I think it doesn't look bad, but I think the execution is not great. You know, like, I think they don't have the completely right team behind it, you know? You just need a better fucking editor. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Trailer, yeah. That's the one thing. Well, yeah. Hopefully the guy who edits the trailer is not going to edit the whole film. <laughs> but overall, um... Not... I'm not writing... The, I just want to make one thing clear to everyone listening. I'm not writing this movie off. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that the trailer did not get me hyped for it. Fair enough. So that's it. Yeah. That's that. So we should move swiftly on to the next bit of news then. Um, I want to, and uh, I want to talk about this because you know how sometimes like the superhero costumes in movies can be hit or miss with fans. Of course. I'll say this now, and uh, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Deadpool movie costume looks like the best superhero costume <laughs> of all. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love the fact that they're doing the CGI's. They're making the, the ICG to actually make some emotion out of him. You know, it looks perfect. I'm I'm sorry, like there's no flaws in it. It's perfect. Again, it's perfect. Fox <laughs> again, Fox. Don't give a shit about their Fantastic Four rights because that Fantastic Four film looks complete utter shit. Um, but the Deadpool film with the X Men franchise, they. I don't know, there's something with them in the X-Men franchise. Like, like, I know a lot of people gripe on their X-Men franchise, like I know with the continuity and the looks in some places and all this sort of stuff, but they seem to be doing right things right with the X-Men stuff, to be honest, in certain places. It, it just looks amazing. Like, that suit alone, in, I've seen shots of it, and it's just, wow. <laughs> yeah. It looks impressive. And uh, moving on to something more depressing. Yeah. 
Oh, God. I don't know who to blame for this. Is it Warner Brothers or NetherRealm for this atrocity? I don't know. It depends how you look at it. Because for those who don't know, apparently um, there's a lot. Okay, there's a lot of DLC bullshit to go through with Mortal Kombat X. So I'll just like go through all the bullshit in in, a, in a list order. Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone uh, apparently they want you to to pay money for Goro, even though he's an he's an already in character um, in the game. Yeah, bullshit. They want thirty dollars. Thirty fucking dollars for DLC characters and costumes. Is that costumes for... that are already in game, by the way? Yeah. And someone, I think, hacked into their game and yeah. and, and found all the other DLC characters. So great job there. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. And what was it? Rain, Baraka, and who else? I cannot remember the third one is, but um. I want to say Ermac. Ermac's already in the game. Oh, okay. I think someone else is there. I cannot remember who they are at the moment. But no, it's... Oh, it's... Don't, I don't know what happened, because like they were doing so well with Normal Combat 9 and um, Injustice, and God's Among Us, so what's happened? Oh, and who could... Oh, and final insult, easy fatalities. <laughs> oh, you mean... Why... What the wind button? <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> and it gets worse because because if easy fatalities don't piss you off, pay them twenty dollars and you can get unlock everything in the crypt. I am not making this up. This is real. Yeah. You can actually pay these fuckers twenty bucks to unlock everything in the crypt. So that which requires. Makes me, which makes me wonder why you do. Why did they even bother? Designing the crypt if they were just going to have an unlock everything DLC code. Yeah, does make you wonder. It, it's it's like they don't it's like they don't want you to play the game. They would like just give us money. Yeah, it's just pathetic. And you want to know what's sad? It's an actual. It's a good game. I've played it, and it's a good game. I, I wish it was great. I, I wish it was a great game. But I can't because there's a lot of DLC bullshit that makes me pissed off at, at the company. How's the single player with the story? Is the story any good? Cool. I, have, I heard mixed things about it. I haven't played the story, but like from the gameplay standpoint, it's a much it's a huge improvement over nine. Okay, that's a good huge to hear. improvement. <laughs> that's good to hear. Like characters are a lot better handled. The variations keep things a lot more interesting, and. You know the the, mm-hmm. the 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 what was it the environmental attacks and all that stuff are really good. It's a good game, but like the DLC bullshit and season passes and all this other bullshit really pisses me off because they're just greedy. They're getting greedy for no fucking reason. Like I already yeah. paid full price for this game on day one release, and I'm I'm getting ripped off. Yeah. Not, not fun, when we realize that. And I've been waiting for this game for years. I mean, you've heard me talk about this game constantly. Yeah. and We've been looking forward to yeah, this game. Well, yeah. and, and, and here's the thing. It's not a bad game. It's a good game. But but the fact that, they, that they're doing this kind of shit really pisses me off and really takes me out of it. Because 
as a fan, is is my is my day one purchase not enough money for you guys? Yeah, and also as well, um, what version of it are you playing? I'm on PS4. Okay, just this gonna make you laugh. Um, the previous gen stuff, the Xbox 360, the PC version, and the um, PlayStation 3 version all got delayed by by by, by until to the end of the month. <laughs> so I'm not being able to play it until the end of the month in April. Is it? Is because I hear in last gen it's coming out in like summer for last gen. I don't know if that's true or not. I was told by the people in the store that sell video games near where I live. They told me the end of April. It got wow. delayed heavily. Because <laughs> it's a port. Because I because I heard that someone else. I don't was, know why. I think someone else was handling the port version for the for the last gen consoles. Hopefully, it's not a bad port then. <laughs> Fingers crossed, then. God. <laughs> You're better off saving money for a PlayStation 4, because... Mm. <laughs> knowing NetherRealm and... <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath over it. Yeah. <laughs> but still. I, I, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to be patient. Just... I'm really disappointed in NetherRealm. I, I thought that they were better than this, but... Whatever. It is what it is, and I can't really do anything about it, but, but whatever. If they want fucking money, I'm pretty sure they're going to find people who are stupid enough to, to pay 30 bucks for that season pass. Yeah, true. I hope for the better, and it'd be good in some specs, if you can go... Like I said, it's stuff. not... Like like I said, it's not a bad game. It's a really good game. It's, it's a huge improvement over 9, to, and... I'm I'm one of the few people who wanted to like Nine so much, but I could never like it because it just had a lot of problems that I, that I felt that I, I to me I felt like Mortal Kombat Nine never reached its potential. Yeah, like it had a lot of potential but never reached it. This Ten is a lot better. Ten is the Mortal Kombat game I wanted back in 2011. Yeah, that's how good it is. I'm guessing with gameplay style and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah. Holy shit, it's a lot better. I'm guessing, literally, they learned a lot from Injustice and actually brought that over to yeah. Mortal Kombat stuff. Yeah, it's a lot better. It's a lot more fast-paced. <clears throat> not low and clunky like 9 was. And... No. And, uh, mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, what was it? Um, fucking... Also, Shao Kahn's not a cheaping bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shinnok's a lot... It's a lot... It is, uh... It's much easier Final Boston than uh, Shao Kahn. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> fucking yeah, fuck Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Nine. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. I just—it's just really disappointing that to see them to see them fail this hard, and they just DLC stuff leaks, and they don't say anything about it. They just ignore it. They're like, oh well, whatever. <laughs> it happens. And and I and I've and I've seen and I've watched the streams and I've seen interviews with developers and I can, just cannot see them justify paying thirty dollars for a fucking season pass. I I've yet to see someone try to justify that. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like they took one step forward but two two steps back at the same time. You know. 
Also, great job for whoever whoever made the decision of having Scorpion's uh, golden costume be like a pre pre collector's edition thing because it's already in game. So keep in mind, if you bought the collector's edition, you're paying for shit that's already in game as well. Yeah. <laughs> I digress with that. I think that's I don't know. It's weird. Weird decisions are made on that because we didn't have any of this shit in Normal Combat Nine or in or Injustice. From yep. what I can remember. I mean, well, there Not was a season bad. pass. There was a season pass for Injustice, but at least the season pass for Injustice was only like twenty bucks. No, no, it was like fifteen bucks. Yeah. So it wasn't thirty. I don't know why they're asking for thirty. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they want more money. And are the characters going to get released individually, or are you just going to be them part of the season pass? Or are they going to be like oh, in packs? Are they going to be like packs? You know, like basically you buy one pack and there's a bunch of characters in there. You get them. No answer. No. But yeah, that's. I'm really, I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed in them because if you ignore the DLC bullshit, it's a good game. Yeah. But if but, you, if you're like me, it's going to bother you. Yeah. Fucking you. Like I said, I can't really say much about it because I haven't played the game officially because it's not out yet here in the UK. For well, uh, it, it, it is on PlayStation Four and Xbox One, but not for the previous gen. So I haven't I played it yet. When when you get the chance to play it, remember. Best way I can describe it is like remember like back in two thousand two when Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance came out and it was okay. Yes. Yes. And then, like, Deception came on and it was really great. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat X is Deception. Is like That's good to hear. It is like Deception, where it, re- where it rejuvenates the franchise and goes the right goes in the right direction. And actually tries to put newer characters in it, in some sort of oh, sense. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, how, how, how are the new characters, anyway? Like, um, Cassie Cage and everyone else. Oh, I love Cassie. Cassie's fun to play as. That's good. Because she's like the main focus in story mode, isn't she? Oh, she's one of the characters. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Akano is much improved. Jax, holy shit, Jax is a lot is a lot better to play as here than he was in Mortal Kombat. Is, is Luke Cage... Did they fix Luke Cage and Raiden? Raiden's a lot more fun to play as here. Okay, that's good. Cause he, was he plays like old school he plays. He plays a like a lot. That's a lot good. Like He's so a, a little uh, quicker. Yeah. <laughs> so a little, little bit more smoother then. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And so also, play, Luke, Luke Kang? played like. Uh, I haven't played with Luke Kang yet. I'm gonna be playing with him okay. later today. Okay, cool. Uh, Kung Lao is really fun to That's play good. as well. It's good to hear that they um, fix all that. <laughs> nice. Um, but and, and my favorite. So, uh, go on. So over, over all in all, good gameplay wise. Stuff behind the scenes that happened ruined the game's experience in some places. Overall, yeah. Because yeah. I'm all I'm gonna say is I'm really disappointed in Ed Boom. He should have known better. Yeah, but you you, you said that you really enjoyed playing. Someone? No, I really enjoyed playing like a lot of characters. Like Ermac, he's a lot of fun to play as. Reptile's a lot of fun to play as. Um, 
Katana, yeah. holy shit, she's a lot better play us than she was before. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, because she was... She had a very broken move set, didn't she? From what I remember, because you can do the hover fan thing, and that's, you can completely, was it, span that, almost? Yeah, you, that you was really Fast bullshit. enough? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Ermac is a lot cheap, though, here as well, so... Yeah. Keep that in mind. But the main two I'm worrying about, Scorpius Zero, are they good? And keep that in mind. Uh, what you mean, keep that in mind with Scorpion Zero? Uh, with, with, with Scorpion and Sub Zero, um, they're they're still the same. I, so there's not okay. really much difference. I don't, I don't really yeah, see much difference. Those are the only two I saw. Yeah, because those two I played at when I played the beta version of the game at um, last year's. Um, MXN, um, MCM London Comic Con thing I went to. So, and they played pretty normally, so I was actually curious if they changed anything from the beta version to the final version. Uh, Sub-Zero is a lot faster than it was in uh, MK9. I'm guessing a lot of people are faster than MK9, because that was very, um, we already said it, but it was very slow again. MK9. Yeah, yeah clunky, yeah, clunky. That's the way to put it. Okay, cool. So, so anything else, else to say about that? So um, anything else you want to talk about before we go? No, I haven't got any... F- um, This is just something off the top of my head. Did you see the Man Max trailer? I have. It's okay. What do you... F- yeah, it looks okay. I really don't have much to say about it, but that tornado bit with all the cars and stuff, I've got to admit, that looks... Excuse the pun, but mad. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's really much all I've got to say. It looks mad, so they got that part right. So yeah, that's pretty much it for us, and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.